0: The Fantasy Focus Football Podcast is presented by GEICO. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Go to GEICO.com today. The Fantasy Focus Football Podcast is presented by ZipRecruiter. Forgetting to start the hottest quarterback
1: in the league? Josh Allen. Not smart. Using ZipRecruiter to find qualified candidates fast? That's smart. ZipRecruiter identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, then actively invites them to apply. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Try it for free at ziprecruiter.com slash 06010. ZipRecruiter.com slash
2: 06010.
1: Welcome in to the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. We will do it live one more time in 2018. My name is Field Yates. Matthew Barrett to my left. Stefania Bell to his left. And the ironic part of introducing you guys is this is show 110, I believe, on the season. So if you're listening to the podcast and you don't know who we are, welcome if you're a first-time listener. But more (laughs) realistically, you know us, and I am just wasting 15 seconds of airtime.
3: Look. That's kind of the theme of the show. Wasting 15 (laughs) seconds of airtime is nothing. We're at 295 viewers right now. It's very exciting. Hang on for a second. I'm going to tweet out the link. Why don't you talk to Stefan
1: so for it's one a, it's second? So it's show 110, and yeah. I'm still introducing us. Matthew is still looking for a link to this show, even though it's
3: a <laughs> No, been it's the supposed to exactly be sent to me same. every day, and they you know, never send it to me. And insane. then I have
0: to ask it for like five minutes,
3: and here's what the happens. The link has not it's,
0: changed for the entire it has, 110 10 shows that has been the you same. Do you understand what my
3: inbox looks like? I have 8 billion emails. And I'm on a computer that isn't my computer. So my point is, it's not like I can bookmark it every single No, I'm Whatever. Here's here's what happens because when I don't tweet out the link, you guys get all mad at me. Yeah, like, why didn't you tweet out the link? Because I have the most followers. Follows so you when you go whatever. to whatever. Oh. Like I'm just saying. Like, say send me ra- a stupid link. Like, oh how way. tough is it? I have the Every most day, followers. send so me a stupid I have link. The most
2: followers, you just threw that. In. Yeah, I did. Humble, you know why? Because it's most true. Followers. It ain't
3: bragging if it's true. I'm just saying what right about now. On Instagram. What on Instagram? I actually have the most followers as well. Really? I have more than Field. Not a lot more than Field. Field and I are much closer on Instagram than we are on Twitter. Although, Field's Twitter game is strong. Field will bypass me, like, within the next year, I'm sure of it. But, at the moment. Probably yes. not. Hey, where
0: are you at, Field? Where are you on Twitter?
1: Um, I will tell you right now, Daniel. 344783. Four, four, three. However, I would encourage people to help that number go up. I think that's my best medium. I really do. I really feel as though, like, my content fits best on the Twitter. Yeah. Friends of the Twitter. Yeah,
3: exactly. Please follow yeah. me on, at MatthewBerryTMR if I haven't, you know, blocked you already. <laughs>
2: Follow me, Stefania underscore ESPN. <laughs> <You can't laughs> I'm nicer than those two. Free I want news from the National Football League. This is the Instant, instant Replay Play.
1: Right.
3: Am it I is... nicer
2: than those two? I meant nicer than Matthew. That's correct. Daniel, so let's you know.
1: get to the housekeeping first, correct? <laughs> because we need to weave in some notes. This is our final live Twitter show of 2018. January. 14. That is accurate.
0: That is not accurate.
2: Of twenty, yeah, of twenty eighteen. Yeah. You
0: said this is our final live show of twenty eighteen. Right, oh, of twenty eighteen. Right, Sorry, yeah, yeah. You, 2018, you you put in a date uh, in somebody there. Somebody has already Gosh. checked out
2: of twenty eighteen.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what, Matthew is my boss, so <laughs> I just followed the lead. Okay.
2: So
1: of twenty eighteen, we are back for our final live Twitter show of this season. Meanwhile, January, I still haven't
0: been this Link. January like fourteenth,
1: two thousand nineteen. Daniel, will we be live next Monday morning? Daniel, yes or no?
0: Next Monday morning, we will not be live on okay. Twitter. No, we are only going to be live January 14th, okay. 11 a.m. Eastern for our year-end...
1: Award show. Award show. Nice. So during the playoffs, That's we're going to have man. a once-a-week edition of the podcast Monday mornings, we'll get it out there as soon as possible after it is actually recorded. It'll be me, Stefania, and Mike. Matthew will be honing his best pictures from 2018 <laughs> to post them on Instagram to yep. up his followers count.
3: At MatthewBerryTMR.
1: Now, Dan- at MatthewBerryTMR. Now, Daniel, I'm, trying to, right, I'm yeah. trying to get my
3: IG followers okay, up. Right, I'm trying to get my IG followers up. Okay, so one more thing here. That'll be my New Year resolution.
0: Tell us very more about one.
1: podcastopinions.com, Daniel, because yeah, that's an important thing for people to know
0: about. It is very important. So this year we had a lot of fantastic sponsors, a lot of people that we worked with that we couldn't do this show without them. Obviously, ZipRecruiter, SeatGeek, Subaru, Accurate. I mean, we had a ton of people that we had worked with. There's no way that we could list them all. But it is important to us if you could go to podcastopinions.com and let us know what you thought of the this show. This will help us from an advertiser standpoint to make sure that we are able to continue to deliver the content that is best for you guys and help fits us. And it's just all the way around it is very important to us. And so if there's any way you guys could do that, we know we asked you to take a survey a couple of weeks ago. A
1: survey, Daniel. That was a
0: survey. Yes. Yep, a little bit different uh, with the way that we want to do this. So this will be uh really important. The last thing that we're going to ask you to do for this football season, PodcastOpinions.com. Stefania, why do you have that smile on your face?
2: Because <laughs> I'm happy because it's almost New Year's. <laughs>
0: okay, sure. That's a lie.
1: <laughs> PodcastOpinions.com. Let's recap the games. And to be clear, let's be honest. I mean- you're not playing week eighteen in fantasy football, <clears> and <throat> many of you did not play in week seventeen, as many championships concluded in week sixteen. So when we're breaking down these games, we're not exactly looking forward. Like, hey, Dontrell Inman was sweet yeah. again. What's it going to be like in your lineup in week? <laughs> I didn't. 18, I didn't.
3: I didn't. I didn't play in week seventeen. Now I, I, I thought had,
2: you had three. You had finals. like 18 championships. Yeah, Mister seventeen. Mr. I'm oh, in so many. Oh, league I was. Finals.
3: I was in finals. I just didn't play in week seventeen. <laughs> oh, okay. You got uh, Oh, that. like all oh my guys, Aaron Rodgers. It was a. It was a rough Sunday for your boy over here. I have uh, to tell you so something There's a lot of people did not time. show up for, uh, for your friend here, so Maddie. That, that so,
2: taste of your own medicine is what you did.
3: I, oh, yes, <laughs> yes, I did. That's right. Well done there. <laughs> yeah, that I was a good one. I didn't think about it. That first. was a good like little zinger. It, it
2: was like, but um, yeah, nice. So there that, you with, go. with that birthday, yeah, you know, good comes job. Like a little slower you know I like that one. I like that one. That was a good one. Happy belated birthday. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah. You know what? I- just, our friends out there on Twitter, please send Matthew happy birthday wishes. He's very sad his birthday falls on December twenty ninth. Send him
1: an Instagram wish, at Matthew Barry really, because that. you know
2: yeah. with the holidays, yeah. sometimes these kids who have holiday birthdays, it gets overlooked, I, and I, he's really just a big kid at heart. So send him your well wishes. That is,
3: birthday. this is all factually correct, Stefania. It is. There is no question. I was. Um, I get depressed around my birthday every single year. I hate my birthday. There's no question about that. But I want to take a moment. It's true. It, it, it is. It's a, it's a whole thing. I've written about it. I'm very honest about it. I hate when my birthday falls. But, um, and I always get sad around my birthday, but uh, I would like to take a moment just to thank, uh, Field and Daniel who both made very nice and Keith, not cool Keith as well, all made very nice, very public posts wishing me a happy birthday and saying very, very kind things because I'm sure yours got lost somehow. Thanks for that. No,
1: Tariqa has a, you, has a private account on Instagram. You just
3: don't follow her. I, that's not true. I do. Tino no. Sports. I totally follow OMG. her.
2: OMG, Matthew, you absolutely do follow me on, on Instagram. Thank so, you very I much. Was, I was trying
1: to help you there, Tariqa. But no, anyway. I understand. Because so your point was that someone made a notable omission. I'm just saying, well, you know,
3: Stefania, like, texted me late, just saying, like, oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh by the way, H- wow, HB. I
2: send you private <laughs> messages I post on your Facebook, all the things that are private, yeah, but no one uses it's Facebook not done anymore. publicly. <laughs> Oh my gosh, <laughs> you are just, you know. I'm just gonna saying, take, what I'm, gonna do, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know what I could have done? I could have not sent you anything I know, all. I understand. I could have not, it's fine, know, but fe- not feiled, paid any attention feiled, whatsoever.
3: I just have to give credit. Like, so, like, Thirsty Kyle because sent you know me why? a sweet text. Because I'm
2: not text. seeking for public, you know, adulation. I'm not seeking, I'm just, right, adulation for I'm, my I'm attempt adulation. to wish you a happy birthday. I'm just saying. I'm just, between friends, I just wanted to say you are one of my best friends. I actually shared Daniel's Twitter posts.
3: Oh, is that what you you retweeted his Twitter post? You just you you retweeted. All right, fair. Um, but I just I'm just saying like uh, Daniel made a very nice public post. Didn't reach out to me personally. Made a very nice public post. You reached out to me. You reached out to me personally, which was very sweet. Field Yates did both. I have to just say this. Like Field Yates is a birthday buddy. I just got to give a little (laughs) round of applause. Of field Gates is a birthday buddy. Field Gates made a very lovely pu- a public post, student
0: who says made a very lovely
3: app. public post, and then, right. you know, a jab at the end. And then,
0: um and also, <laughs> uh and, and also sent Since me what a... Is speaking uh... the truth of crime? <laughs> Fair. Your jab um, was, was then, at the end, Field? What? My, my jab was at the beginning. Yeah, both of you guys big <laughs> yeah.
3: shots. I'm officially, by the way, for people that, because I did get people that, like, wow, I can't believe you're 65. Like, they were, like, <laughs> half Stop the people that it. your tweet was real. I am... Like, I got that from both Field and Daniels. Daniels
1: was great. <laughs> was Daniel Those Daniels. goes, this guy, born, I believe, sometime in the early 1900s. I mean,
3: anyway. I turned 49 uh, over this past weekend, so 49 years young.
0: And it's never looked so good, Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to you, buddy. It
1: next year, his 50th birthday. The big 5 O's, going to be on a football Sunday. It's oh, my going gosh, to be It's going to will be incredible. incredible. It's it's about and
2: you're gonna you're gonna get attention that's gonna make up for all those years of it falling on a day that you thought no one was paying attention. Just you wait. Mm. <laughs> Let's talk about football,
1: I guess. Fine, we will. I, guess. Uh, I think I have okay. Colts and Titans. The last game of last night. The Titans fall thirty-three to seventeen. The Colts advance to the playoffs. Andrew Luck, another remarkable night. The pick-six notwithstanding. Again, Come back Not looking forward, but Stefania's vote for the comeback player of the year will be Andrew Luck.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I just. If you go back, it's, I, I, this is the time of year where I love to go find sound bites or old things where people are like, this guy's done or he's never going to make it or Andrew Luck's never going to be the same or what. And then to see him have the success and not only that, just the way he's playing, it's the form, it's everything. He does not look like a guy who a year ago people were wondering if he could throw the football. And look at the volume of throwing that he's done across the season no hesitation there looks fantastic very happy for him
1: yeah he or I would also think JJ Watt will be in the conversation for the comeback play of the year great to see both of them dominate this season but I think Andrew I think Andrew Andrew Luck is in the conversation for
3: MVP I don't think he'll win it but I think he absolutely deserves to be in that conversation it's a great story uh in terms of just the entire Colts turnaround and and the job that Chris Ballard and Frank Reich have done and Andrew Luck finishes as the fifth best quarterback in fantasy you know, and it's interesting going into the season we kept talking and poor Stefania has <laughs> spent two years talking about Andrew Luck. When's he coming back? When's he gonna be healthy? And so uh can
2: he be the same? Can he
3: be the same and so and it was not so looking well. good early in the year field and so credit to um to everyone, but specifically Stefania who uh who always expressed patience with Andrew Luck and I think um, you know, that patience was well rewarded this year. And I think uh. he'll be right back, you know. He'll be a top-five quarterback next year as well in terms Uh, of drafts.
1: Marlon Mack was also great for the Colts last night. He did have a fumble on a very nice play by the Titans, but he finishes with 18.8 fantasy points. Dontrell Inman came on late and had a nice impact for the Colts down the stretch. Five for 77 for him last night, and good for you, Eric Ebron. You proved a lot of people wrong this year with double-digit touchdowns. He had 14 total touchdowns this season. Could be a player that next year when we're building our early top-five Ted Endless... We'll crack it based off the offense he plays in. You know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Jack Doyle, obviously, but I think
3: there's a chance, depending on how everything shakes out, I think there's a decent chance that back both Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle are certainly ranked within the top 12 of tight ends next Ooh, year, given how problem. much yeah. they like the tight end, how successful Andrew Luck has been, and, and honestly, the fact that outside of T.Y. Hilton, no pass catcher has really emerged for the Colts, and we know how much, uh, we know how much Andrew Luck likes throwing to his tight end i mean yesterday you know what you know i think who was it was it was it ryan hewitt who is um who caught somebody caught their first touchdown pa- their first pass of the year last year and it was a touchdown was it ryan hewitt it was ryan hewitt number 45 number 40 who is like he's sort of a running back but he's sort of like a half uh, you know he, he i think he was lined up as a tight end and Former that Bangle you know ryan. he's like uh yeah, he's like a. For them. Yep. um what do you, what do you call it? Like a H-back? Like yep. he was, H-back he, is yeah. The right term I mean, for so, it. Yeah. um, anyway, just goes to show, like the first guy, the first pass the guy catches is a touch, is a touchdown. He's lined up basically as a tight end in that particular formation. So, uh, I think Ebron and Doyle have a chance to both crack the top 12. Um, so,
1: yeah. Titans were a tough watch and last night, obviously, mind. with Blaine Gabbert playing quarterback for them. Uh really the only two players that I think we can look forward and say with some level of confidence will be on our fantasy radar are Derrick Henry, Corey Davis. Henry finishes with 93 rushing yards, didn't find the end zone, but some would argue he was the MVP of the playoffs for those who played in 14, 15 and 16 in, teams, in terms of the weeks that the playoffs it, were conducted. It's so fascinating. So through the regular season,
3: okay, weeks 1 through 13, Derrick Henry was running back 39. Yeah. Weeks 14 through 17 he was the number one running back in fantasy. Derrick Henry, who was unusable up until the fantasy playoffs, and most people didn't start him in that crazy game, that four-touchdown game, who um, was basically unusable through the first 14 weeks of the season because he had no idea that week 14 was coming, right? Finishes as the 16th best running back in fantasy this There's year. There's
1: something to be said for playing every game in and, fantasy football. In fact, really especially at the players. running back position.
2: From our friend yeah. Tristan Cockcroft, Henry was the leading playoff scorer among all positions with 105.8 points.
1: Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, the Jets and the, by the way, Corey Davis, but, we'll get into all these players more looking forward. For, Corey Davis, five catches yesterday. A disappointing season for Corey Davis relative to the expectations.
3: I'm this not season. convinced. I understand he's a super nice guy and I know that he's been hurt throughout the majority of his professional career. I'm not convinced Marcus Mariota is any good under the, the auspices, hang on, under the auspices of professional franchise quarterback. He's obviously one of the, you know, 300 best athletes in the world, at, you know, he's he's playing a position that, you know, very few people ever get to actually play in the NFL. So he's obviously at an elite level in terms of that. But I just seen like when you put him under the microscope of franchise quarterback, of somebody worthy of the number one overall pick, you know, or I guess he went number two, Winston went one that year. But, uh you know, as somebody who is the number one pick for a franchise and sort of the face of a franchise. I'm not convinced he's
1: that guy. I think you are not the only person that feels that way. There's a lot to be determined for the Titans, including his health this offseason. We know they didn't play yesterday in part because, Stefania there was a fear he could do irreparable harm to his nerves. Right.
2: Oh, We've talked about it on the podcast all season long. I said once he had the ulnar nerve issue and then the stinger in his neck, that that nerve tissue is sensitized. And then it's that much easier to flare it up during the season. He's got a number of issues he's dealing with. And also this partially torn plantar fascia in his foot. I mean... That's an incredibly painful injury. You guys remember when Peyton Manning had that and could barely move around the field? Granted, he was a little bit older, but that type of injury is exceptionally painful. I give Mariota a lot of credit because he's very quiet about his injuries, not a complainer. But you can see where they were taking a toll on his ability to be effective and ultimately not even playing at the end.
1: Jets fall to the Patriots 38-3. to The Jets have subsequently fired head coach Todd Bowles. The future for this team surrounds Sam Darnold. He had 7.5 fantasy points yesterday, and really, nobody got anything going. They were held to three points. They were completely dominated by the Patriots in one of the more comprehensive efforts. Yeah. For the Jets, though, the future is built around Darnold's development and finding pass catchers around him. Chris Herndon's a very good young tight end. Robbie Anderson is a restricted free agent who's been up and down, and they recently signed Quincy and Nunma to a four-year, $36 million extension, but they have to find... Significant upgrades at wide receiver this offseason for them. Not, I mean, just at,
3: at all skill position player. I mean, you know, Eli Maguire, very disappointing among the, among the people that didn't show up for me yesterday, right? Gets 20 touches, finishes with under seven fantasy points. I mean, you expect a running back and not a matchup that scared you, really, especially, you know, but surprising how little he was used, especially given the score, how little he was used. ...in the passing game here. It'll be interesting to see what happens, I think, given the fact that you've got Darnold, who we all believe can play in this league, under a rookie deal. And I believe they have the most cap room of any team in the NFL? They are scheduled to have the most cap room. Yep. Yeah, so I mean, it's an attractive job. And obviously you're in the New York market, which brings its own challenges and opportunities... I think they'll be, you know, and they're one of the places that are usually rumored when it comes to Le'Veon Bell destinations. Yeah, it would
1: be very interesting to see them add Le'Veon Bell. They need somebody in a major way that is a difference maker. Because Sam Darnold showed some promise over the past two weeks prior to yesterday. But it's clear when you're out of hope, when the ball is snapped, which was the case yesterday, you've got no chance to make major strides.
3: Especially when you sit there and you think and you look at the rest of that division, right? And that the Patriots, I don't know when the
1: Patriots run is going to end but it's coming sooner rather than later. Well, the Patriots yesterday had perhaps their most comprehensive performance of the entire regular season. Tom Brady throws for 250 yards, four touchdowns, (laughs) 26 fantasy points. He was great. Julian Edelman was great yesterday, five for 69 with a touchdown. James White, who's been their co-MVP this season, found the end zone again yesterday. And Philip Dorsett stepped into a role and got 16 fantasy points. For the Patriots... It's going to be... if they're Just going to like make Mike
2: any, Reese said he would, by the yeah, way. Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> Great call by the um incomparable Mike Reese yesterday on Fantasy Football. Now, if the Patriots are going to do damage in the postseason, it's going to be because the hole is greater than the sum of the parts. Other than Edelman, no one scares you in the passing game right now, and nobody no. scares you downfield. But they scored 38 points yesterday. Yes, seven points was from a defensive touchdown. And for the Patriots, I think the question going forward is, you know, will Gronk play? And if he does play Matthew, two catches, 24 yards? Like, have the days of Gronk been uh, listed or ranked or supposed to be a top five tight end? Are they entirely gone? I think so. I, You know what? My b- belief is that assuming
3: everyone's back, assuming Belichick is back, assuming uh, Brady is back, assuming Josh McDaniels is back— and Which I don't might
1: think be the grandest assumption of them all, right? right.
3: Because there are eight head coaching
1: vacancies, and he'll certainly be on the list.
3: Of course, he will be. So, I mean, I I think that uh, you know. I mean, I've seen Josh McDaniel's rumored to be going to Green Bay or interviewing with yeah, them. Interviewing, I- interviewing, interviewing, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean by going to interview. Uh, you know, and listen, there's an appeal to being the head coach of Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, so, so I think there's a chance that there's some change. And would it shock you? Shock. Now, I'm not saying it's likely, but it's, would it shock you if Tom Brady retired after this year? Yes. Shock you. Okay.
1: He's
3: been saying it I over I and over understand. again. I understand. I know what you he's think, been saying. You think
2: he's telling fibs to the public? I don't
3: think he's telling fibs, but I'm just saying, like, it's wears on your season. He takes a couple of big hits in the playoffs. Who knows? They win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying, I don't think it's a 100% guarantee he comes back next year. Do I think it's more likely than not? I do. But I'm just saying I don't think it's 100% a guarantee that he comes back next year. Same with Belichick. Same with Gronk. And so anyway, but assuming everyone's back, let's let's go and, and go with that premise. Assuming everyone's back, I think he's going to be sort of like a higher-end version of Jordan Reed when we approach drafts this year. And by that, I mean going into drafts this year, Jordan Reed was going between like 8 and 10, sometimes like 11 uh, at, at tight end. And people are like, look, the injury history – it, it, that's what's baked into his price, and he's discounted enough. But we know the upside, that when he's healthy, when he's working, it obviously didn't work out this this year for any of the Redskins, but specifically Reed especially. But, you know, that was the idea. And it's the same thing with Gronk. Like, we know what the upside can be, but we haven't seen it in a long time. So yeah, I, I don't be believe he'll be ranked inside a top five at tight end.
1: Uh For the Bears, they win 24-10 yesterday in a game that supposedly had no meaning. Don't tell that to Matt Nagy in his defense and his offense. Jordan Howard was the star offensively, 109 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Tariq Cohen also added a rushing touchdown. You know, we were talking about this on the show, uh, in the pre-show meeting, I should say that the Bears are the best defense in football. And they, I think Matt Nagy's the head, the coach of the year. And I think they have a, I think they'll make the NFC championship game this season. I love everything about them, but I think that besides Tariq Cohen, basically everybody else was a, um, Disappointment offensively this year in terms of sure. fantasy. And I don't mean that, like, I'm not taking away what they've done this season, but offensively, they were disappointment other than Tariq Cohen. Yeah, I'd
3: agree with that. I mean, Jordan Howard finishes the number 20 running back in fantasy, which is around where he was drafted a little bit lower, but he was so inconsistent, Stefania.
2: I know. I mean, yesterday was proof of that because I wasn't buying into starting him yesterday, and look, he, he leads the stat chart offensively for the Bears. I think um, as far as being underwhelming in their skill position department, Alan Robinson, you know, I think everybody had high hopes for him, you know, fitting with Matt Nagy and coming in. But I think you also got to remember coming off the ACL guys often take that second year before they really look like their former selves. I think he has an opportunity to be better next year. And I bet you he'll be a guy who will be, uh, undervalued at Coding draft time season. because people will look at what happened this season and they'll sort of forget. He was coming off that. He got, he had a few injuries, soft tissue injuries. Again, not uncommon after ACL reconstruction. I bet you that Alan Robinson comes in and, and you can get a better deal for him and he'll be a star. Next
1: sort of year. the inverse here for the Vikings and that they had two players who were awesome this season for fantasy and Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen and yet the uh, the team as a whole way underwhelmed the vikings <sighs> missed the playoffs they finish 8-7 and 1 i know adam thielen probably devastated a lot of people down the stretch Ooh. could he be a top 10 player next year or no yes at the, at, his at his position yes yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, position. Yeah. yep okay you're yeah. in on that
3: i am i, I think i think him and, and diggs, i'm not disagreeing. i'm just no sort no of no i think it's i think hoop, he's borderline yeah like he fin- he finishes wide receiver 7 diggs finishes his wide receiver 10 that's about right to me i mean i think there's like i think who would you rather have next year,
1: Adam Thielen or Odell Beckham? Whew, man, Odell, but it's really close. See, I think Thielen. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's also I mean,
3: close. I mean, listen, w- we'll see. Um, we saw Thielen and Cousins get into it. You don't love to see that, that was on bad, the and sidelines, it was weird, too. It was it was ooh, weird, it's and it's been certainly bad at times. This huh? year.
1: he got into it with Belichick, and now Kirk yeah. Cousins. Yeah, ooh, he's
3: feisty. feisty yeah. Feisty, feisty Adam Phelan. Feisty 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 Adam. Feely. Adam yeah, yeah, he's scrappy, is what he is. Scrappy Adam Phelan. Look, Feelyn. I, um, but
1: I think that's about right. And I think Kirk Cousins he's was be... a major disappointment.
0: Yes, this
1: year. he was. Um, listen, you you don't have to sugarcoat it, you know, because like you don't think that you're just a bitter, sour grapes Redskins fan, like, right? He was bad. I mean, relative to the eighty-four million dollar expectations, there were things oh that yeah. he missed. NFL,
3: NFL wise, he was a disappointment. Not, you know, Fancy, like,
1: too. Yeah, He, he, fin- he finished
3: his QB, he finished his QB 12 despite playing all 17, uh, all 16 that's games. Right.
1: Which I think is a, all to me that's weeks, disappointment. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um,
3: yeah, I mean that's, it's certainly lower than where he was. It's about where I had him ranked and, but people thought I was low on it. I think the biggest disappointment for Kirk Cousins, uh, when it comes to his numbers was the guy didn't run. You know what I mean? Like, at least he had at least four rushing touchdowns in each of his final three seasons was Washington had just one rushing touchdown this year. Like that was always a part of his fantasy makeup was, mm-hmm. you know, these rushing touchdowns, these kind of bootlegs that Jay Gruden would call for him. And it just didn't happen for him in Minnesota. You know, you could argue, um, you know, was their offense too imbalanced? You know, they had, they were without Dalvin cook for a number of games out there. So it certainly wasn't what they were expecting, but look in theory, Kirk Cousins, not in theory, in actuality, Kirk Cousins had more talent around him. Yeah, by far. Yes, he did. In in, in Minnesota than he ever had. But this is one of the reasons why we talked about in the preseason why I was a little bit down on him is I felt like he wasn't, that Minnesota's defense, which maybe underperformed this year, but not, you know, there was still a very good defense. He just didn't have to get into the shootouts that he had to get into. In Washington, week
1: in, week out. Yeah, that was probably... There were, there were a couple of them, but not... Yeah, it's, it just was, to me, it was a really underwhelming season for Cousins. Dalvin Cook, once he got healthy, was actually pretty good. The Browns lose twenty six, twenty four, but the future is But what un- are you, are you gonna trust Dalvin Cook next I mean you're somebody
3: Dalvin Cook sunk one of your fantasy teams, I sure, know. Right. Yeah, you did the League. yeah, yeah. The League. Uh yes. I mean I will be I feel better about him going optimistic. into next year. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Really? Yeah,
2: I'm gonna be higher on him going into next season than I was coming into this season. I always had him around later than everybody else. I'll never forget getting into it with Mike Clay, who was super high on him coming and I just to me I was more worried about how much work they were gonna likely ask him to do at the start of the year. And I think that's what hurt him. I think that hurt him across the season. Obviously, the injury that was recurring, and he was he didn't really get to be healthy until late in the year. And I think after an off season, he'll be in good shape. I
0: remember when you got into it with Mike Clay, to find you. We had to call security. It was a yeah. short sleeve day. Yeah. The guns yeah, were out. It was something ball. real. Because I was kind of
2: winning. Like she, she finds dirty. Right. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: she really does.
2: Don't take me on. Yeah, because it's like
3: it's just like because it's not just it's not just the arms; it's the legs too. You know? Oh yeah, I mean, like it's like you're sitting there focused on the gun show, and then all of a sudden, like she's got the you know uh, she's sweeping yeah, the yeah, legs. Yeah, yep, that's what I yeah. say. Leg sweep. Yeah, she's leg doing sweep. the the Karate Kid crane. I think
1: I've said this before on the podcast, but you know, when you get married, and I'm now six months away from getting married. <laughs> you start talking about like wedding diets. which right. Chapin and I, I mean, like not trying to sound like a jerk, but like <laughs> we, another one of us is in like you know super bad shape. But Chapin's talking about how she wants to like you know whatever fitness oriented goals for 2019 and she's like i want arms like stefania's for the wedding so wow
2: what what,
3: what,
1: like, what part of mine does Chapin want <laughs> i you were gonna ask me what i want of yours um
2: yeah it's really what he swim. wants I mean, yeah, for, i'll
0: tell you what you can take something from matthew you can take something from me field you decide which one you want no, i want your beard <laughs> for the wedding do you think chapin would be okay with wedding photos with a bearded or, field yates no yeah.
2: Yeah. Th- I'm, gonna, no I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak for Chapin right now and say that's a big. I, no. I think so too. That is a no, 100. Yeah. That's no. a no. <laughs> that, is
3: that is absolutely a. But hey, listen, is...
0: if you do get tired doing the photos, just let me know. I'll swap in, and it'll be like no one ever changed places. <laughs> right. Okay.
1: During Fair the enough. photos. All right. So okay. The, the Browns lose 24 <laughs> but it you know, really. The, b- the better record. answer.
3: The, the better answer would have been, you should have said because whatever you can just you can play this part for Chapin. Maybe she's not listening today. The better part would have been like. Well, you know what I want is I want a tattoo. I'm going to get Chapin's name tattoo because she's my forever.
1: Maybe a tattoo of you, so I get you and Daniel incorporated.
3: Well, you know what? We've got just the guy that can draw faces. Oh man!
0: I'll tell you what we should do. We should do one of those pixelated photos where it's a bunch of little tattoos of Matthew and I. That Ooh. when you look far away, is a
3: big photo of Chapin. <laughs> that looks really good. You know what I mean, oh, that's that's pretty cool. I'm, yeah, I'm
1: smart and creative. Man.
3: I don't know if Field wants
2: s- this wedding to actually happen, so yeah, I'm going right. to say that this is not going to. Well, take I'm just. Place. A,
3: but anyway, I don't know if anyone saw, but you know, Daniel finished last. In the fantasy show league, the league that we do with all the characters of the of the fantasy show, and had to get a tattoo. Uh Tiffer Wright from Dallas, who uh, was it was awesome. one of the finalists of Ink Masters, a really talented guy, came here. We filmed the whole thing. You can see it on my uh, Twitter feed, or the at F, or at Daniels uh at Daniel Dopp, or on the ESPN Instagram, Fantasy Sports,
1: At Matthew
2: Berry, or Instagram. at Matthew Berry Instagram, had Instagram. I yeah, know, yeah,
3: at Matthew Berry TMR Instagram. So it's it's on all those platforms. Just check it out. You
0: have to see this tattoo what did mrs squirrel say when she saw the tattoo for the first time she thought it was phenomenal she was she could not believe that it came out as as well as it did she doesn't care about the i mean whatever i got an anime sleeve like she's fine with a couple of puppets okay right that's that's
3: fair like she's long ago basically said like i'm marrying for personality exactly right she uh that ship sailed
1: daniel's got a lot going on the browns lose 26 24 yesterday but a spirited effort for them. Baker Mayfield is fun to watch. Jarvis Landry yeah, he is. is their best wide receiver. Five for 102. Baker, though, is a quarterback that gives me so much confidence. I think that's probably the big question surrounding the Browns going into next year. And by the way, they have a head coaching search going on right now. We do yep. not know who it will be. We think it could be. They will be at least interview. Greg Williams. They will at least interview Freddie Kitchens. They will interview a ton of people. Matt Eberflus from the Indianapolis Colts. I imagine Josh McDaniels will be on their radar. Brian Flores from the Patriots. I saw I one that rumor did. that they might be talking to Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy couldn't be on the radar there. But the question is this: Baker Mayfield, top ten quarterback going into next year, too rich for your blood.
3: Might be a little bit too rich, but I think he'll be on a uh, he'll be a popular
1: sleeper next year. I so too,
3: and yeah. um, I think he will. I think there's going to be a lot of value to be had. For the Browns, like so, you mentioned Jarvis Landry, but how about Antonio Callaway, who was a guy that you know had some off the field issues in college, but from a pure talent standpoint, was a first round talent. Like in terms of draft evaluators, sure, had yeah. him as a as a first round guy, and so after scaling him back a little bit, you know they sort of they brought him along, and he's been really impressive, frankly, since they've changed the offense coordinator. And so four for seventy nine on seven targets, like he's got. You know tremendous speed, and so I think Antonio Callaway is kind of interesting. Rashad Perryman has seemed to have found a, a second life. People forget well. he was a first round yeah. pick and sort of washed out in Baltimore, but seems to have found kind of a new home here. I actually in- think
1: they, were, they, they don't forget it. I think that, yeah, like, that's no, the one no. thing they remember is he was a first round pick and that's why he's right. such a notable guy.
3: I know. Well, sorry,
1: but I mean, so fair. But uh, anyway, but
3: you what know, Perry. What forget is that there
1: was a time he used to be good.
3: Yeah. Right. Correct. Now, and healthy. Yes. Injury
2: plagued for his first two, three years. Yeah. But anyway, I just Never I think there's years. some real
1: interesting
3: pieces in Cleveland, obviously, and Nick Chubb. How about, yeah, I was just going to say how about Nick
2: Chubb. Yeah, we'll
3: finishes look. as the 17th best running back in fantasy and didn't get didn't you know get a
2: fair start. To didn't be honest.
3: A, didn't get a touch until uh, Carlos Hyde was left. But I have him inside my top 10 of running backs. You know, I I released my top 50. You can check that out if you look for the week 17 love hate. I'm sorry, the week 16 love hate. My way too early top 50 is out, and I'll I'll expand on that in the coming weeks. But you know, Chubbs is uh, Chubbs a star, and so I think there's going to be yeah, some real really, interesting. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see who their coach is. But if I were a Browns fan, Keith Lipscomb, <laughs> He's not I would be. I would be very. I would be happy. I would be optimistic. I'm with you on. He's I mean, I would. i rather be a Browns fan today than like a Redskins fan, for yeah, example. Like here's your chance to do it. Yeah, this is it's right. Well, there's still room on the. Bandwagon. Nah, I mean, like, on like I, room I,
1: on the I, bandwagon. I, I know. B. I
3: know. Boy, I I, I, I will say. Uh, and I said this last year. This is not like some bandwagon stuff. I I said this last year. I interviewed Baker Mayfield at the NFLPA rookie premiere. And you and I had that conversation. And I said, I don't know if the kid can play, but, man, I sure liked him. Like, just in the 20 minutes or so that I got to interview him, I thought he was smart and charming. And I'm just like, I can see guys rallying around him. And we've seen that, you know, um we've seen that on the field this year and with the press. And, like like, he solved Cleveland's quarterback problems.
1: Like Lamar, that kid's a stud. Lamar Jackson may have solved the Ravens' quarterback problems. He definitely has solved their running game problems. <laughs> yeah, the running game got them into the playoffs. Yeah, he got him into the playoffs. He had 90 rushing yards and two touchdowns. We assume pretty comfortably that Joe Flacco is no longer a part of the Ravens' future. But Lamar Jackson, kind of the same question here. He had 179 passing yards. So again, I think he's thrown for more than 200 yards once in seven starts this season. <laughs> it's amazing. Would you rather have Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson going into this season? That might be a conversation people are going to have next year going into fantasy. I think I'd rather have Baker. Mm. But I think it's I think because I, I think, think there's the up, I think there's this.
3: upside with Baker. Although I mean, well, you know, here's the actually, question, though. I mean, and they're both lot of that's a really that's for a tough Lamar one. Jackson, I mean. Well, listen, I mean, in the rushing, just keep, like if he learns to throw it a consistent in a in a consistent way, sky's the limit, right? I mean, like, but I mean, you think about Michael. You, that's the easy if. comparison is the Michael is Michael Vick, but just you think about kind of like how good Michael Vick was from a fantasy perspective. You know, when he was healthy, I mean that that's the kind of upside we're talking about the, because he's he's that good running, and if 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 the throwing
1: can get there. Yeah. The question, apparently, this is this is like I think, like Lamar Jackson is not a refined thrower right now. He has the ability to get there, but if he doesn't get there, can teams find a way to bottle cap his running ability?
2: Keep your is eye on the so. first playoff game because now you're going to have a team that it's has faced him, him before, that's and correct. you see if yeah. they start make if they make defensive adjustments. I think that is the big question. I mean, that's one of the re- I I do want to see that because he's been this new shiny object for all these teams to try and capture and they haven't been able to do it now you got a team that's going to be facing him for the second time i'm interested to see. What and
1: obviously if he stays in tow as the starting quarterback which we have no reason to believe he will not very interesting to see what happens with all of the wide receivers who are going to be very difficult to invest in next year based off how they threw the football this season the lions spank the Packers, <laughs> 31 to nothing
2: how hey better late than never daniel
1: matt patricia's yesterday <laughs> 31 to nothing they were phenomenal. Zach Zenner was great for them. But I would say this. Although this was one of the best wins of the day yesterday, it might be one of the wins that had the least fantasy consequence going forward, right? I mean, Zach Zenner, he won't be their starting running back next year. TJ Jones. TJ Jones. <laughs> three carry, three, uh, three receptions for 40 yards and two touchdowns. Remember. then Kenny Galladay Jones, not Kenny playing. Kenny they're out. Right. Wide receiver will be a need for the Lions this offseason. One of the touchdowns yesterday was a Levine, Levine Toilolo <laughs> touchdown catch. He's
2: good for a touchdown a year, or from so Matt every Prater. year. No, that was not, that was maybe my favorite highlight of the day yesterday. It was actually, if you have not yet,
1: I tweeted a link to it. Pat McAfee, former Colts punter, huh. current and future <laughs> WWE star, he was recently hired by the WWE, had an absolutely hilarious call of that play. Yep. He could not contain his excitement. And if it bothers you, if people are down on the, you know, like stepping on the toes of the play-by-play
0: guy, like just live a
1: little, have some fun. Pat McAfee was genuinely excited. The Packers. Also really
0: quickly field, just so you know, I just talked to Keith and we are going to add quarterback eligibility to Matt Prater
3: Prater, for 2019. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, You know what? It's interesting, but uh, I think it gets overlooked a little bit, but Matthew Stafford played all 16 games was drafted as a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year and finishes as QB 20. He finishes behind Case Keenum. He finishes behind Derek Carr. He finishes behind Eli Manning. Um, I think there is an argument to be made that Matthew Stafford was the fantasy bust of the year.
2: If only somebody had rated him as their pick for the quarterback bust in advance of the season yeah, and only. took a lot of grief for it.
3: It I believe he a was a top ten quarterback. I believe his ADP go, was right QB. I want to say it was QB ten somewhere like go somewhere between out. QB eight and twelve. Do I get
2: no credit for this? To buy, you, know, you were you were
3: on there. Yeah, because, because
2: some uh, here, Dan he was
3: quarterback sixteen, and he but I, quarterback twenty. I just, there's, that must, that's not true. I wasn't the only one down. No, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on, (laughs) data right.
0: No, 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 but no, but like, that data is, is, there are, uh, Keith, back me up here. Kyle, Kyle has this right now, he's saying he was quarterback 12. Once the data stopped populating at a certain time, he was QB 12. Right, because there are drafts that go on after
3: the season that skew those, that skew those numbers, but in terms of. So he was quarterback 12, 12 and he finished his
2: quarterback 20. We
1: stop, when we, when we look at the average draft position, we stop it on opening night. For our for our purposes, because that's the real you know, beginning right. of the season. You know, at that point, after you draft, because we our ADP on the site continues to show it all the way through the end of drafts, whenever they whenever we stop them. Right. But that's not the real ADP because we know that things change as soon as the season starts. So, like the, the year that Alan Hearns had a big week one, for example. Right. Yeah, you know, he was. His, his ADP shot through the roof. You know that. Right. that starting that season. Because
3: subject. there are leagues that draft after the first week, that after after the second week. So so anyway.
0: Thirsty Kyle is saying that his real
3: ADP was QB twelve.
0: QB twelve. He was drafted fourteen actual spots ahead of the likes of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah,
1: okay, obviously. But if we can't use Patrick Mahomes. Like, Patrick Mahomes was drafted behind like every player. Like every player drafted ahead of Patrick Mahomes.
0: You could yeah, and a you're an idiot if you drafted feet. anyone other than Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so, anyways, we're,
1: we're belaboring the point that Matthew Stafford. He was obviously he stunk. he, he stunk. was
0: brutal. It was As did awful. The
1: Packers yesterday in that game. The Packers got nothing going offensively. Marquez Valdez Scantling led them with seven point three points. Aaron Rodgers left this game, Stefania, after one point because yeah, of a concussion.
2: concussion. And obviously, you hope the best for him. Look, here is a guy who stuck it out, was injured in week one, and there are a lot of other quarterbacks who would not have taken the field for multiple weeks after that. Might even have gone on short term IR or you know the IR eligibility to return, but. Aaron Rodgers, after going through what he went through last year, wanted to try and play, played in a brace. I give him a lot of credit for playing through what he played through. And because he was fairly functional, people, I think, forget how significant that injury was. Then he dealt with wide receiver injuries across the board. You know, just everybody up and down, in and out. It took a long time for them to develop their run game and free Aaron Jones. So I don't think the Packers, it's hard to take their season and feel like, that's a real capsule of what they have
1: there. Yet another team that will be looking for a new head coach. We'll get into what that coach means for them. Again, when you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, we automatically give you an ounce of optimism going into the next season. We're going to take a quick break and come right back and keep wrapping up the final Week 17 games.
2: you in the 0
0: All right, and now a note from our final ZipRecruiter smartest fan of the week. He was our weekly fill-in, Jackson.
3: Hey, this is Jackson, the ZipRecruiter smartest fan of the week, and I want to give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Heather, who's been my fantasy good luck charm this entire season. Thanks, babe. Now, back to the show.
1: Good pipes there from Jackson, and smart to give a shout-out to your girlfriend, Heather. Thanks, babe. Well done.
2: it is Smith like Let's keep yeah. things
1: going here. Thanks, babe. With the Panthers. you call Chapin babe? Babe? Um, I don't think that's one of my go-to. Uh, maybe. Yes. What do you call, call her? Chapin. Chapin. <laughs> yeah, mostly Chapin. I was going <laughs> to say,
3: I, I, I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't call her
1: Chapin Duke.
2: Yeah. No, the thing is, we don't I have, love you, Chapin Duke. We don't have your Pass me
3: new- the mayonnaise, Chapin Duke. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's spend the night together, Chapin Duke. I just feel like yeah, it's very formal. I just that, feel I like, and I, and I feel like and I could see her, you know. Yeah.
0: What, what that sounds good, like, like, wait,
1: and what Gates. Like, what table is it set where it's like, yeah, here's a side of mayonnaise for the table to pass around.
0: <laughs> oh, it's, you know, I mean a very formal dinner table, obviously. <laughs> that
2: that's what you're focused on. I just feel like, like, what about salt? Like, like, I mean, it's, salt, right? Like, it
1: would yeah, be, I mean, be
0: well, this. We can all agree
3: there's mayonnaise at Fields' totally. table, right? I no. mean, all, no, come we can't. On. And it would I be mayonnaise? phrased, no, it would
0: be phrased like this. The question I have is, Chapin Duke, will you please pass the mayonnaise? Right. No, first, As, you know we the don't have mayonnaise. very
1: nicknameable names, right? I mean, Chapin and Field are so unique on their own, sure. That a lot of it uh, is pretty, like, pretty much just. But no, but no, no, babe, no honey, no I sugar call her bear, my shrimp. Because the oh!
2: time where we were uh, we we're on so Nantucket, and yeah. we
1: we're going to get her something like a um, like a, a cover up for the beach, yeah. <laughs> and we were at the store, and she went and got like she thought she was grabbing the smallest size. And it it was still too big for her. She's she's, she's, she is petite, yeah. Um and the woman said, Oh, we actually have a different size, smaller than small. And she was like, Oh, what's that? She's like, It's called shrimp. And I
0: was like, Oh, I always call her,
1: she she used a shrimp, so she's a little shrimp. And she calls me an elephant because I never forget. Right. I like that. That's
3: cute. What do you you, what do you call Beth? What do I call what do I call Beth? (laughs) um,
2: Is it suitable for air?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Some of the names are suitable for air. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, I think, I think we're, we're pretty, we're like honey. honey. I have um, heard
2: you call her honey. I, we, I've heard we,
3: that. We, yeah, we, we call, it, we're, we're big on honey. We, I will share a, a an adorable little story when, um, uh. <laughs> we'll decide
2: if it's no, adorable. No, well, so
3: sometimes I call her Nacho. <laughs> and so, um, because what happened is, is one time, you know, Beth, Beth is also petite, as you guys know. And so when she was pregnant with the twins, she was like, she was enormous for her frame. I mean, she was carrying around 13 pounds of baby. Yeah. And so, um, uh, she was just all belly. And so we were on the, we were at the beach and she was, uh, we were on vacation. We we're having like a, a baby or whatever, you know, just before she, you know, the last thing she could do before she, you know, couldn't travel anymore. And so she's there in like one of those tankinis, <laughs> you know, and so we ordered nachos. We ordered nachos and, um, and she's sitting there. Eating nachos and she doesn't realize she's got cheese all over her belly, but her belly is so big she doesn't see that she's got all this nacho cheese <laughs> on her on her belly, and and so whatever we're, we're on the beach the whole thing, and then we we come back to the room uh, that night and, you and didn't she help and her out. I didn't notice. I'm like, I, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, what you know, like, what am I going to say? So anyway, um, she didn't do anything. So I'm like, you know, I didn't I didn't want to bring it up. So anyway, she we walk by and she's like, she's like. How long have I had this on? Like, she walks by a mirror and she sees it finally and she's like, how long have, and I'm like, all day. And, and she was just like, you didn't tell me. I'm like, well, I thought you just wanted it. Well, like, whatever. What are you going to do? It's, I that- thought you
0: just wanted that nacho cheese on the underside <laughs> of your belly, Beth. I don't well, know. Well, it's also because
3: just- like we're, you're on the beach and you're like, you're all sort of set up and like, whatever. You're, you know, you're on vacation and like, what is she going to do? Go, you know, change? Like, she's not super mobile at this point. No. And so uh anyway the point is and so i always and so anytime one of one of us spill something or something we're just nacho nacho <laughs> so that's uh, that that is right, a. it's like a so little like,
2: hint it's a, a little, little inside hint. it's a so little at inside joke if you spilled but, something so, on your tie she's like right, nacho but that, is, get, a, that is a that is a term
3: it. of endearment that i have for her it is just um and so that reminds us of uh of that vacation which we had a lot of fun so yes i sometimes i call her nacho so that is that's there you go. That was cute. cute little nicknames. I like that. Yeah. Yes. Pancho, nacho. Nacho took care shrimp. of
2: five items. We'll have of to get Nacho and history. shrimp
3: together <laughs> during the off
1: season. That's right. A nacho and a shrimp trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Saints. Sorry. The the Panthers snapped their eight game, uh, seven game losing streak. Excuse me. With a win over the Saints, thirty three to fourteen. A good story in Kyle Allen, the former Texas A and M freshman who transferred eventually finished at Houston, despite being benched during his senior season. He. Uh, was eventually uh, Let's not Let's hear it from for former Texas A&M quarterbacks that Ky- Kyle Allen, Kyler Murray, you yeah, leave Texas day.
3: A&M like you go on to really good success. Thank you, Kevin Sumlin.
1: All right, go ahead. Uh Kyle Allen did play well yesterday, 25 fantasy points. He rushed for a touchdown and threw two more. I'll just say this, guys. Like I thought he looked good yesterday. Like, yeah. There's been all this talk about how Nick Mullins has proven he's an NFL quarterback. It's a much bigger sample size for Mullins, so we all believe it. But Kyle Allen gave me some optimism as a potential developmental quarterback behind Cam Newton yesterday. I would agree with you, and i I
3: wonder, you know if they if they like Taylor Heineke, Um I wonder if Kyle Allen is trade bait this summer, you know what I mean, like he may
1: have done it. We've seen it's this before too small of a sample size for him to be trade bait per se. Like, what are you going to get? Like, I don't think a team's going to say, you know, he played, he got hurt yesterday. Like, he played, like, whatever, two and a half quarters, so we should trade a pick away for him, you know? Right. Uh, and if you're the Panthers, by the way, you got to protect yourself because yeah, Dan yeah. Newton has been yeah. banged up, and they were already thin at quarterback behind him. I don't know the severity of Taylor Heineke's elbow injury. Yeah, but I think like, it would
2: have been a multi... I think it would have been a few-week injury if we were in the regular season.
1: <clears> so, something to keep an eye on there is what happens with Kyle Allen going forward, but this team... Really it comes down to how do they develop their young wide receivers. Devin Funchus was an inactive yet yesterday, excuse me. Uh DJ Moore at four for eighty one, Curtis Samuel at two for seventy-two in a touchdown, Ian Thomas at five for sixty one in a touchdown. You're kind of seeing the core, right? I mean, mm-hmm. those guys, those three players could be the future of this Carolina offense catching passes from Cam Newton. Obviously Christian McCaffrey is the focal point, but they're gonna have to get young and they're gonna have to see these young guys get good in a hurry. Or else they're going to have to go investing. I think that probably the best avenue for Carolina is to develop, develop those players. I think that's the big, the best chance for them to make a leap going into next year. Okay. That's your no, arousing rousing I, reaction.
3: No, no, I, I would, I
1: would you agree. agree. I mean, no, I, I,
3: I, I completely agree. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, think, I think the future is bright for the Carolina Panthers. It's all going to come down to Cam's health, but, uh, you know, the expectation is, is that Ron Rivera is returning and Norv Turner will return as well. They've yep. done a great job with that offense. You know, and so, I mean, where would you rank McCaffrey next year? <sighs> Two? Three? Yeah. I mean, I think he's gotta be, right? I, I don't know
1: how I could put him much lower than
3: that. Right. I mean, I, I think the it's- The only way that they, I would move him down I think I had him, I think I have him at four, cause I think I had, I think I had, um, uh, Gurley,
1: Barkley, and Zeke ahead of him. The only way that I'd move him down would be something like this. Let's say, and I'm just making this up here, a player like Kenyon Drake, who is like 26 or whatever free agent to be. Right. Like if they sign a guy like Kenyon Drake, like a player who is not a surefire like stud, but also good enough that like you don't sign him to not use him, right? Like if they make a moderate investment in a running back, I might move McCaffrey down a tiny bit, like four or five, but otherwise, like, gotta be top three. The guy's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, He's amazing. He's amazing. That that I think I think that was my best call of the year. The Saints push forward. Traquan <laughs> Smith led them yes. in receiving yesterday with thirty I yards so and a touchdown. The Saints obviously played most of their uh, backups yesterday. Dwayne Washington had 11 rushes for 108 yards. Teddy Bridgewater threw his first touchdown pass, I believe in like, what, three or four years? Yeah. Mm-hmm. none of the usual suspects really out there. Mike, uh, Mike Thomas and Mark Ingram both had five touches apiece and congratulations to Mike Thomas for setting the single season record for most yards in a season, uh, receiving record, that is. But for the Saints yesterday, really, it's like, you know, the players, the question for them might be this, like, hey, you know, like, if they, w- we had this conversation off the air before this, like, if, um, if they, if they the win the Super, Super Bowl, they win the does Super Bowl. And I, I, have
3: no idea. I think,
2: I mean, I don't have any idea, but I would think, I, I just feel like that's a great way to go out.
3: It's a, it's a great way to go out. There are, you know, um, random Damien who, uh, listen to this show don't really know <laughs> who he is, he's, but he's the Stata pillar on the fantasy show. Uh, on ESPN Plus, which by the way has two new episodes coming out this week, we have a we have a best of and we have a wrap up as well that'll be out on I think late Wednesday, uh, so later this week. So check that out on ESPN Plus. But um, uh, Statupiller over there was talking about the fact that there's still some personal records that Drew Brees has yet to reach. So that would be one reason where he comes back because he also
1: signed a two year deal yeah, and you right. know like. I'm not sure there's a player who is more inextricably linked with the city right now in the Ugh. NFL than Drew Brees in New Orleans, right? Sure, like, I think totally. Philip Rivers was there with LA. Oh, with San Diego, excuse me. And like, there's some other certainly. You know, listen, there Brady other, in New England, Brady in yeah, Boston. Yeah, but I mean, but, right? right yeah, know, yeah. A little bit different. Like, I think but, Drew Brees in New Orleans because he his arrival coincided with the rise, the right, rise in re- New Orleans. Right. That like he may he may keep going also because like Drew Brees is thinking good. Like, he is unbelievable. he, yeah. he, he, he is, may, but... Now, my my vote would not be for him, but I think he has a good chance of winning the MVP this year. Uh, I would I agree also with that. I think
2: he's, like he, like he said, so tied to the city. Okay. We'll talk about that when we get to Kansas City. But as far as Drew Brees sticking around, I would I would love to say, maybe it's the health person in me, is like, look at what he's been through. He's overcome his shoulder. By sure. no means should he be able to do the things that he does, but he works incredibly hard to make it functional. Why not go out when you're fit? You, you hate to see guys drop off and then go out. Like if you were to win the Super Bowl, you mean maybe it's I'm projecting.
3: Pull a, pull an Eli to yeah. use a phrase. You know, um, look, I, the one thing that'll be interesting, like, and I would have to think because they have home field and the Superdome is such a tough place to play if you're an opposing team. I think they're. You know, most people would think they are a favorite to get to the Super Bowl. And then, and then the game is going
2: to be in, in a dome,
3: <laughs> is in a dome in Atlanta, you know, a know. place where they're very familiar. So I, certainly I don't think anyone would be surprised if the Saints end up winning the Super Bowl this year. It'll be interesting to see what ends up happening with Mark Ingram and whether they, uh, whether they establish a second, uh, you know, consistent pass catcher outside of Michael Thomas. We saw flashes from Traquan Smith yeah. this year. Ted but Ginn. yeah, but they never really seemed to establish. Boy, I was oh, trying to
1: bait you into saying something on the ear.
3: <laughs> last show, I figured you might swear. Oh,
0: Ted, Ted Ginn, I, I should. Is, yeah, and Cameron Meredith do didn't it. pay off at all this no. year after a big one-year Did contract.
1: Not. You know, that's a big health concern now. let's see what. So a lot of Saints news to divulge into or to, to get into, I should be say. Interesting to see, I mean, you would
3: assume that uh, Teddy Bridgewater probably makes some money this offseason.
1: Yeah, but so I think he, yesterday yeah, would have been I a it. great opportunity yeah. for he him didn't. To, to really shine. And he didn't. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. So anyways, we'll say yes, but but when you think about how starved Quarterback options are very limited. Yep. So
3: I I bet you he gets a shot at starting I somewhere. I would be surprised if
1: he got like somewhere between 15 and 18 million dollars a season. I mean,
3: when you, you think about like, like what Sam Bradford got
1: deal. last year. You know, like Case Trust Keenum. Me. I you, you would hope hope the teams learn from like don't do dumb things like give Sam Bradford 20 million dollars <sharp inhale> a season. Teams never learn. The Cowboys win 36-35 in a dramatic finish over the Giants. Blake Darwin I'm sure you all had him inside your top five tight end rankings. He sure. had never caught a touchdown pass before yesterday. He had he made three of it. them yesterday. <laughs> Cole Beasley had one of the best plays of the year to win this game for the Cowboys. Like it was an unbelievable catch. Great throw by Dak Prescott as well. No Zeke in this game. Uh, Mark Cooper actually played and had 11 targets. He played for most of this game. So the Cowboys kind of were lying when they said they weren't going to play their stars. Or were going to play their stars. And Connolly kind, of le- kind of also not lying. You know, like they... Um, did not play Zeke and they had Tyron Smith and Zach Martin down, but some of the other key guys did. I was shocked. And I honestly I thought it was dumb
3: that they played Dak as much as they did. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, they, they got away with it, you know, no injury or anything like that. But there yeah. were a couple of times where he was on some rollouts that like I mean, anyway, I thought it was uh I thought it was very surprising and be interesting to see what happens in that playoff game
2: against the Seattle Seahawks. That I game is Seahawks going to be
1: on Fox on.
3: I will Saturday say this:
2: Dak had a great game, and sometimes yeah. what you want is your guy to roll in on super momentum. On and this right. was one of the best games if that he'd had this year.
1: If you're going to play him, the hope is that he builds confidence in right. that game and he comes right. out healthy.
2: Right. Both so, things
1: accomplished by the Giants, by yeah. the Cowboys, in part because of the Giants Do weren't it. very good. The Giants you will think? have the sixth pick in the draft. I tweeted the draft order today <laughs> someone, uh, just the, for the, for the non-playoff teams, and someone responded to the effect of like, um, like, Classic form by the Giants to
0: use to win a pick six to replace Eli Manning. <laughs> ha. Oh. I was like,
1: "That's pretty good, right?" That's there. a good, that's uh, a good response. Clever. That's a good response. Although the expectations are right now that Eli Manning could stick around. Uh, Saquon Barkley sticking around—that's for sure. Saquon Barkley has 109 rushing yards, one of the most remarkable seasons from a rookie. Um, not really a fantasy question. Quickly, uh, your vote. Uh, but Baker Mayfield, Saquon Barkley, rookie of the year. Who you got? I'm. I'm going Baker. I'm going Baker as well because
3: the position is tougher, but Barkley has been nothing been awesome. short
1: of phenomenal. Stefania, how any vote there?
2: I lean towards Saquon. Okay. Hey, yeah.
3: what how many total yards did Saquon Barkley finish with? A million, by the way. Yeah. No, I know a but like my one of my bold <laughs> because... predictions this year, one of my bold
1: predictions this year I went back and looked at my bold predictions at he the beginning of the year. With, uh uh two thousand and fifty two, I believe. One of one of my bold predictions, and listen, oh, there were some huge back. misses. Two thousand and twenty-two, but still,
3: not no. But that was one of my bold predictions. Was two thousand total yards for Saquon Barkley. Nice. Nailed it. Um, which I mentioned the preseason. Yeah, no, I had some good calls. I also had some like brutal, brutal ones as well, which is bold calls. So you expect That's
2: that. I so think that Saquon, out. you know, uh, was, was productive yeah. every single
1: week disappointed in odell beckham jr dude disappointed It's all i can uh, say yeah missed the final four games because of a quad injury like just not a good just honestly looks bad and it's just in terms of
3: like you know i when i did my initial my way too early top 50 i think i had him uh i don't know exactly where i had him in terms of wide receivers but i had him ranked towards the end of the second round and beckham's just one of those guys that i probably won't have on any rosters unless the value gets so great because it just yeah The talent is undeniable. But But it doesn't sit right. right? It's always something... It's just... Fantasy's a little bit about rooting for players you like,
2: and... it's a lot about that. And and, and by the way, you know...
3: And also, if Eli's his quarterback, you don't love that. You hate
2: to see the narrative of a guy getting paid and then underwhelming with his performance and appearing to underwhelm with effort after that happens, after that money gets paid out. And I'm wondering, Field, if... One of our co-hosts could, you know, shed some light on what's it like to go into the mindset of someone who earns a big contract, gets a big payday, and then kind of coasts.
3: Well, (laughs) well, I I feel like you're, you're trying to like do some subtle jab there at me and I'll just, uh.
2: No, I just, uh, wisdom. I'm just, I'm just looking for some insight Mm. from someone who is. Well,
3: I guess, I guess for me. Uh, to answer that question, uh, I feel like I've always coasted. And so I feel like that's sort of what I got paid for is just, you know, kind of like. Because this- you
2: used to say you were going to Hanesworth it.
0: Yeah, I told, uh, yeah, I'm totally. I'm totally. let it. Maybe it's past Odelling Redskins it. Redskins, good moves. Let's talk about the Albert Hainsworth contract real quick. Yeah, exactly. Fast.
3: Yeah. I to- Listen, I owned it. I mean, like, I, like here's the difference between me and Odell, right? I'm, I've completely owned it. I'm totally Hainsworth-ing it. 100%. Tariqa, you remember. I said that from day one. I've been saying that from day one. All right, let's absolutely keep this- have. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, this lack of hustle is nothing new. We got a like, lot this of is, games this to. This is get what got to. me paid. This is this half-assing. To. Make a good
1: point. On a strong note with three straight wins, Matt Ryan throws for 378 yards and two touchdowns. A nice season from Matt Ryan finishes, I believe, a top five quarterback this year. Very good from Matt Ryan. Uh, basically, didn't feel like it, finish, except for that week one. Number two quarterback in fantasy football, man. Really, giving him top five. Number two. That's a, a quiet. I number have never two felt fantasy. like
2: I was. I have never felt like a number two that didn't feel like a number two. But you know good what I mean? For
1: you, Matt Ryan, finishing number two behind only, of course. Patrick Mahomes just ahead of Ben Roethlisberger, but the story of the day yesterday was Julio Jones. Like I'm trying to, so Julio goes nine for one thirty eight with a touchdown, which means that Julio Jones glitches me a board bet of seven point five touchdowns. I had the over, Matthew had the under. He goes for eight. Julio makes it dramatic. Julio. Daniel, it is 2018. Yep, I am giving you the floor one last time. Do you wish to retract your statement that Julio Jones? Is overrated.
0: Julio Jones absolutely delivered this year. You can tell that he listened to the podcast because after about halfway through the season, he started to get in the end zone a little bit. So I do want to say congratulations to Julio Jones on what was a fantastic (coughs) NFL season. I never once said you weren't a great NFL player. I just said that I don't think that I would be drafting you at the point that you were being drafted at. So from that standpoint... Julio I just he was it was f- absolutely phenomenal and there's no way to take anything away from that this A year. A
2: touchdown reception in all three games since Over Rate Gate yeah. according to Kyle. Yeah and he went yeah. the award oh. bet
3: award, he that last touchdown uh Thanks for the, crazy. thanks for the defense, Tampa Bay. That last <laughs> touchdown puts the field, uh, half a touchdown over. You win that board bet. Congratulations I to you. That, so no, I know, but I, I'm, 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 but I did not acknowledge it. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm congratulating you. I'm being I magnanimous. Congr- yeah. <laughs> I know magnanimous you didn't recognize it because it doesn't happen often, but I am, <laughs> this is me. Congratulating yeah, you, I'm admitting over new admitting league, de- right admitting defeat. This is good. congratulating you on your victory, your hard earned victory. Very well done. There. Just want to give a um. So at uh, let's see, at Chicago sh- Catholic FB, okay, Chicago Catholic FB. Just uh, just tweeted at me. Um, just a piece of advice for the uh for the podcast field. I'm curious for your thoughts. It says lose squirrel disaster, gain a million viewers. So it feels like.
0: Secret Squirrel. If we lose you, wow. We would literally gain a million viewers. I mean, for a million viewers, I would do that for I, you guys. I feel like right
1: magnanimous, right? Yeah, I mean, that would like be impressive.
0: I would do that if if so many people didn't agree with me, I would just happily sail off into the sunset. But there's a lot of nonsensical nonsense out there, and people are you know, people love Secret Star. Absolutely, nonsense. Secret As Star. Most
1: of the sensical nonsense. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
3: exactly. But, but here's here's an opportunity. If you if you are um if you agree with the uh, Chicago Cath F B uh, or Chicago Catholic FB, I don't know, CHI or whatever. Um, if you agree with him or you disagree with him or maybe you want less of me, who knows, you can go to podcastopinions.com. We'd love to get your... Thoughts on the show as we evaluate everything right, for twenty nineteen. Podcastopinions.com.
1: I here. think the big
3: question for Atlanta is obviously the run game next year. Yep. Does Devontae was- Freeman come back with a vengeance? I expect he will. And you know, <laughs> and yeah, and and you know, does Tevin Coleman move on? That's the expectation. So is it Eto Smith? Is it Brian Hill? Who's the backup? Who's the backup? I, what is it what it or you know, is it a kind of a yep, one two think- punch? Is there a coaching change? No. No. You don't believe so?
1: Coordinator change? Yes. coaching uh, Head coaching change? No. Uh The Bucks well, lose 34-32. We'll they have made a coaching change. Dirk Cutter is out. Jameis Winston likely to stay as Adam Schefter reported yesterday. GM Jason Light is staying in in Tampa Bay. He's leading the coaching search and the future I think is bright for this team. They've got two star wide receivers back under contract next year. Mike Evans is one of them and Chris Godwin is the other. Yeah. He had a monster game yesterday. Six for 114 and two touchdowns. Adam Humphrey's going to get paid this offseason. He's an unrestricted free agent. Watch Adam Humphreys
0: make yeah. some
3: nice well, money, especially in the because open it's a it's a particularly watch.
1: weak free agent class. New
3: one? just got 9 million a year. I yeah. mean, right, I mean it is a Which weak. What would you rather have? Right. So it's a, it's a it's a it's a weak free agent class at the wide receiver position, so I agree with you. Humphrey's going to get paid. The expectation is Deshaun Jackson will not be back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as well, Chris Godwin is going to be this year's Corey Davis, which is one of those guys that like everyone in the fantasy thing, community yeah. is going to be on him as a sleeper. Okay, not, not a bad call right there.
1: The Jaguars. I mean, I just in
3: ter- not in terms of production next year, because I'm, I'm a Chris Godwin believer, but I do think in terms of like, you know, there were a couple guys that like sort of the entire fantasy community was on. Cor- Corey Davis
1: was one of them this year. I think Chris Godwin will be that guy next year. Uh, the Jaguars are a disaster. They are a complete embarrassment this season. Oh, they lose so 20 bad. to 3. Their highest scoring, uh, fantasy player yesterday was Keelan Cole with 8.5. Dude, points. they lost the Redskins at home.
3: I'm and
2: aware. it's not even that. It's the, oh, it's you that. see the running back sitting on the bench and then Tom Coughlin calling oh. it out afterward. it's just all the dysfunction. Now they well, have
1: just recently confirmed that they have removed the guarantees from London Fournette's contract. What does that mean? It means that if they want to trade him, they want to cut him. It's a lot easier to do than it would have been otherwise.
2: Didn't they say that there was something when he was suspended for a game that it voided that? So
1: suspensions can, based off of the type of suspension and the language in a player's contract. Yesterday, the team had to issue a statement regarding Leonard Fournette and TJ Yeldon who looked disinterested. That's what I was
2: saying. Tom Coughlin was On the bench yesterday. He said it was so unprofessional.
1: So the Jaguars are a disaster. I'm not even going to spin things forward to next year because we have no idea. Like, I could tell you about how Carlos Hyde could be the man, but that's putting the cart before the horse a little bit. This is more of a... But you
2: think Leonard Fournette is gone? I would not be surprised if
1: Leonard Fournette is gone. That's my feeling Mm -hmm. on the Jaguars going into 2019. A lot of notable names could be gone. The Texans plunge into the playoffs with... 11 wins in their last 12 games. DeAndre Hopkins had 26.7 fantasy points. The only thing about DeAndre that was hard to figure out yesterday was his outfit before the game. (laughs) But how could I possibly question this dude? 26.7 fantasy points. He was remarkable. Deshaun Watson had 22 fantasy points. In terms of a quarterback-wide receiver duo, It's one of the Mm -hmm. better wide receiver quarterback duos I can think of in the NFL. Maybe the highest rated going into next year, along with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan and Ben Roethlisberger, and Antonio Brown. They were awesome this year.
3: Yeah. They, they were really were. Great.
1: That by the way, it's like I'm sitting here patting
3: myself on the back for like Chris McCaffrey and like whatever George Kittle some other calls couldn't have been more wrong on Ben Roethlisberger. Was terrific. Was nothing short of fantastic. He was not I great, uh, yeah. yeah. Just anyway.
1: Uh by the way, for the uh for the Texans, we'll see. So, yes, uh Lamar Miller was good yesterday. We'll see whether or not uh, Lamar Miller is still part of their plans next year. Deontay Foreman was a healthy scratch yesterday. Mm-hmm. You think between him and maybe another investment in running back, there could be a turning of the tables. Uh, the Chargers win 23 to 9. Pretty ugly game, to be honest with you. You know who's going to be tough to Chargers? rank next year, just as long as we're talking Texans real quick? Will Fuller. Yeah, he will be coming mm-hmm. off another
3: major I mean, injury. Right. You know, the, the talent's phenomenal. The, the offense and the quarterback, it's all right there. And then yet. He's just he can't stay healthy, yeah, or hasn't been able to so far in his pro career. So that'll be.
2: They a- really got you know blasted at wide receiver because Will Fuller got her Kiki Mary Cutie Thomas, been dealing with the yeah. ongoing hamstring. Yeah. Mary's Thomas season ending Achilles. You don't know what's going to happen with him. I mean, they really took sorting out the still winning eleven of their last twelve. Sorting games out the
3: non DeAndre Hopkins wide receivers. In Houston, in Houston will be Houston. something that yeah. we'll spend a lot of time on this offseason. Hopkins, by the way, finishes as the second-best wide receiver in fantasy this year.
1: Chargers win over the Broncos 23-9. to I think the focal point I'm going to mention here, Stefania, is actually for those looking ahead to DFS and wildcard weekend. As Melvin Gordon left this game with, I believe, a knee injury. Well,
2: it said he tweaked his ankle. Oh, ankle um, I'm sorry. But, you know, this is, again, the Chargers, you know, a little, little bit... Once bitten, twice shy, right? Then when he was playing before, after having some knee soreness and he stayed in, he ended up with the MCL injury. I think the fact that something cropped up, they're like, look, you're done for the day. Um, he said later he could have gone back in if that was required. So I, this is not anything that's going to threaten his status for their playoff game. Uh, but obviously they're being careful. That's good what's news the there.
1: We saw another touchdown from Mike Williams. He could be a player that depending on how my things favorites. shake out in free agency next oh, year for other Chargers time. offensive players could be a big time part of that offense. And a good note here, no fantasy actionable, but Hunter Henry expected to play for them next week, according to Adam Schefter.
2: This that is, right uh, is it, pretty cool. it's pretty remarkable. People may have forgotten he tore his ACL, um, early, um, in the offseason, but still this is a very, uh, this is a very short window. I would not be, I would, I would temper my expectations for a guy coming back this quickly. Off, AC. you know, what a great opportunity if they're able to progress in the playoffs that he gets to be a part of it. But if you're looking for productivity, I, I would temper my expectations.
1: The Broncos are another team that I'm going to kind of throw out yesterday. They score nine points, one touchdown. That went from Case Keenum to Andy, Andy Yanovich, their fullback out of Nebraska, but. Another head coaching change in Denver. And this feels like it could be one of those teams that has about as big of an overhaul as any, not just a head coach, but a lot of things could change. This could be like Arizona was last year. Like, I think there's a feeling that this could be the youth movement time in Denver, but you liked some of the young wide receivers, Deshaun Hamilton, perhaps Courtland Sutton, Tim Patrick, but you know, uh, their best Patrick's... offensive player Samuel Sanders. And he might be back before the start of the season next year.
2: Yeah, I mean Achilles tear late in the year. It's certainly difficult to come back from that. And timing wise, I think we're just going to have to wait and see how he's progressing in the off season. Plus, when these guys come back from Achilles, they're often uh, they're they're not quite themselves when they first return, especially in the in the early stages. So keep a close eye on Emmanuel Sanders.
3: But you know, it, um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like Tim Patrick's actually been better than Cortland Sutton since Emmanuel Sanders went down. Deshaun Hamilton's been nice, dropped a touchdown. I, I, I had a brutal day yesterday in fantasy. I had I had Dawn def- I used Deshaun to replace Devontae Adams uh, when when Adams was ruled out and of course Deshaun Hamilton then drops a touchdown pass. It was uh uh or what would have been, I think he would have walked into the end zone had he made the catch. But regardless, I think in terms of Denver, to your point here field, look, they've got two running backs. You know, it's gonna be Lindsay and Freeman. It's gonna be a little bit lightning and thunder with Lindsay being the lead lead back there. Um Obviously, Vance Joseph is not going to be back, so we'll see what happens with their offense. Gary Kubiak's in that building. Does he have a role? I wonder if, if, uh, if there's, if there's something there with Kubiak in terms of the offense, uh, cause he's, he's still working with Denver, um, in the Broncos organization. And do they make a change at quarterback? Do they draft somebody? Do they, do they keep Case Keenum, but bring in some competition? What happens there? I think will be something interesting to watch. I think your thoughts of trying to, Go with a little bit of a youth movement here is a
1: correct one. Uh, the the Raiders get waxed yesterday by the Chiefs, thirty five to three. Just a quick note though, Jordy Nelson finished the season. Yeah, he did really yeah. strong in his final five games, thirty eight catches for three hundred eighty six yards. He's a pro football farmer, man. He continues to do or continue to be a big part of them, and they recently did a little bit of a contract reworking with uh, Jordy Nelson, and he was going to probably be back, but this sort of reaffirmed that he's back next year. So uh, if nothing else, a great. Um mentors, what I would say. Mm-hmm. For, for the sure. young guys that are gonna come through. The Raiders obviously have very little in the way of offensive keepers. Doug Martin, he's a um he's a uh, he's a free agent. So there's not a lot of stability in Oakland, but they're gonna have to find ways to infuse the offense with some pieces. Well they've
3: got a they've got a lot of draft capital, and I think they're in decent cap shape. Yep. You know, so can um can the specter of Las Vegas, you know, coming up very soon? Uh, and, yeah. um, you know, and, and John Gruden and his staff, um, and they've hired, he,
1: already hired Mike Mayock, new GM. Yep.
3: Yeah. And you know what? I want to just take one moment here. Bill Barnwell made a, a, what I thought was a really smart comment on Twitter about Mayock. And I think a lot of people that are, that don't like that selection are sitting here poking out different evaluations that Mayock have made um, that has, that have not turned out. And, you know, Bill, and I'm I'm paraphrasing here, but Bill's, Bill's basic take was, is that we don't know whether Mayock's going to be successful or not, but I think it is unfair because Mayock is somebody that had to have an opinion and grade every single player, and that's been public, which is something that every general manager does not have to go through. I mean, like, so there's obviously every single team misses on draft picks every single year. And you don't know how they've looked at their entire board. You know, Mayoc and same with Mel or Todd or even those of us in the fantasy
1: industry or anyone that, you know, it's, it's has to comment scary. on... Right. I mean, this is when people cherry-pick our right. best or worst right. calls. Correct. Like, like, on average, we hope that we are better than if you just... Spin a wheel. Yeah. Right, right. So that's and that's the reality of the business. Mike knows that when he signed up for it, and Mike, I think, will do a good job for the Raiders, who obviously need a lot of talent. So, the Chiefs anyway. are locked in with talent. Patrick Mahomes completed oh, yeah. the finest season ever by a quarterback <laughs> in fantasy football. The only question I don't even know if I want to go because I don't want to I hate the idea of turning the page on appreciation of such a great season. I know the question's going to be can he keep it up for next year? Right. I'm just, I'm just going to enjoy. Right. Enjoy. M- Mike Clay weekend. and I had a bit
3: of an argument on <laughs> Fantasy Football Now Sunday morning because like, I have him as a second rounder in yep. my way too early top 50s. He's my number one quarterback. He's obviously Mike's as well. Mike has him more as a fourth or fifth rounder, I think. You'll if, never get
2: him. Right. Well, that, that yeah. was my argument. I'm just like, I'm <laughs>
3: ranking for real. real like, there's no way he escapes a second round in an NFL draft. I'm just curious. And we don't need to sit here and debate whether, we, you know, we just want to appreciate what an amazing season, 50 touchdown passes wow. from Patrick Mahomes, just a magical thing. He's my vote for MVP. I don't get a vote, but if I did, he would be my vote for MVP, both NFL and fantasy. My question to you, Field, is where would you be comfortable taking
1: Patrick Mahomes next year if we had to do a draft tomorrow? i jump the gun a little bit and go somewhere like the early third. I know Matt Mike was saying what, fourth or fifth you're saying? I have I have him as a second rounder, so yeah. yeah. Well I know, but you were saying I think if you if I if I'm not mistaken, you were saying that you're ranking That's my is,
3: belief is where he'll go. Right. Yes. Is
1: that where he'll go. So you're ranking him accordingly. Yeah, but I'd be comfortable taking him. I don't know. Like I'm just I would probably take him towards against, the end of the so second, I think we might early be third the start of something yeah. great here, is what I would say. So <laughs> yep. let's move along here. to Another player that was great, George Kittle for the 49ers. sets the single season yes, mar- yardage mark for a tight end more than any other in NFL history.
2: Yes. Bright he spot for the 49ers this He's year. Unbelievable.
1: It's it's just the unbelievable. There's nothing else to say about George Kittle. He was remarkable. He will be a top three tight end next year. Oh, Undisputed. So Him, Travis Kelsey, and Zach Hurts. Clear cut mm-hmm. top three tight ends. Other than that, though, obviously for the 49ers, everybody else is hurt. So... <sighs>
2: Yeah, it's and, really hard to assess this season when you had your starting running back go down before the season ever got underway, and your starting quarterback go down pretty much at the start of the right. year. So, um, and and then everybody else who was on the field was on and off the field. I believe George Kittle may be the only one who of of your sk- really um, yeah. star skill position players for fantasy who was out there every single week.
3: And right. another one. This is another one that just uh, you know killed a lot of people. I think were playing Lewis. Uh, with, with Matt Breed out, a lot of people expected Jeff Lewis to, to have, or you Jeff know, Wilson. Jeff Wilson. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff, yep. Jeff yeah, Wilson. I was one of them. Uh, Jeff Wilson. And oh. um, yep. nope. he leaves early with it, and then of course, the running back who shall not be named. Of course, comes <laughs> in with sixteen hundred eleven yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Even catches a ball.
2: Of course, this of course is does. Um, so trolling you
3: in week. Yeah, the, trolling you. And, and what they did? I was playing against Kittle in one of my finals, which I clearly oh. lost. And I, I just needed them to contain him a little bit because I had Kelsey, and Kelsey didn't really do much. And they, in fact, not only did they not contain him. They were trying to get him the record in the second half. They actually called a timeout. Yeah. The 49ers did, uh, so they could get the ball back so that they could continue just feeding him, trying to get him, uh, trying to get him the record. So Kyle Shanahan just stuck it to me 16 different ways this season.
2: No, and I feel t- it's weird because you. I've never
3: met him. So I feel like it's personal on some level, even Probably though I don't, I don't, I don't, He's, I don't, I don't know how too high I'm sure I did. <laughs>
1: 49ers fall 48 32 though the Rams get another great performance from C J Anderson for the Rams all eyes are on the playoffs we expect Todd Gurley to be ready in two weeks when they play whoever is the highest remaining (laughs) NFC winner from the division from the wild card was that
2: the best landing spot for C J Anderson or what
1: yeah unbelievable (laughs) best landing spot for anyone I
3: you know Field it's weird Field was talking before the show about how he's anticipating a a running back by committee between Anderson and Gurley he's clearly earned (laughs) no I
1: said. Gurley will be backing up backing here. up C J Anderson.
3: Yeah. yeah, I mean, so it's going to be a crowded backfield, obviously. Uh, but uh, no, the Rams C J Anderson. What's a more so real quickly? What's a more shocking fantasy playoff storyline? Derrick Henry, <laughs> running back thirty nine, you know, and then exploding to become the number one player in fantasy among all players. Yeah, or C J Anderson. A week after sitting on his couch, like, I mean, he was, he was literally a free agent. He was out of football. He hadn't been out of football long with, you know, brief stops in Oakland. And obviously he was in Carolina earlier in the year, but he was literally sitting on his couch to then within seven days, rushing for a hundred yards and getting a touchdown. And over those two weeks, CJ Anderson,
2: 299 rushing yards and two touchdowns.
0: Yeah. It's got to so be C.J. A more shocking, Anderson. What's a more shocking? Has to be C.J. Anderson because he was lit- he wasn't even in the yeah. NFL, right? Yeah. Right, I know. He wasn't even in the NFL. He was and,
2: traveling and course, around the country.
3: The guy that had Kittle, of course, Including had C.J. Oakland. Anderson against me. Uh, uh, and I and my course. girly league, I have of course,
1: course. Of course. Where's my bitter berry? <laughs> All right, a couple more things here. The Bengals lose 16-13, a way more competitive <laughs> game against the Steelers. Yeah. just the Bengals defense way, showed up. And they have Ooh. fired their head coach as well. Marvin Lewis is out. We have no idea where they'll turn next. Yesterday for them, though... Uh, Joe Mixon continues a really strong season. He had 11.7 points, not great, but 105 rushing yards. He was voted the team MVP. Talk about a team that needs to get healthy for next year. Yeah, yeah Green, I was going to say
2: their their quarterback, their and... star receiver, their tight end. Like they who, lost everyone at some point. Who right will
3: you rank higher next year, AJ Green or Tyler Boyd? AJ Green. <laughs> I agree, yeah. but I don't think it's a crazy question, no, and it's I won't not. be I mean, I have to think about it. First. Yeah, and I yeah. and I there, I would not be shocked. If, you know, Boyd has more fantasy points at the end of next year than A.J. Green, A.J. Green was on my hate list coming into the season. One of the reasons I did is I said uh, he's going to be on the wrong side of 30, and he has played all 16 games just twice in the last four years. So now it's uh, twice in the last five years that he's played all 16 games. He'll be 31, Stefania, like, feels like this is a player that... Just injuries keep catching up with him.
2: Well, recently, and this was an aggravation of a toe injury that cost him a few games back, I think it was 2014. So the good news is the surgery that he's having should really help him get past this, so it's not a question of re-aggravating it. But you add up the wear and tear in his age, and it definitely knocks him down a level.
1: No concerns about age for Juju Smith-Schuster, who had 14.7 points yesterday. And uh, I think maybe the same question will be posed to people. Who would you rather have between Antonio Brown? And Juju Smith Schuster going into next season.
3: I think I still have Antonio Brown higher, but like it's by like a couple of spots and it's super close close because look, Antonio Brown sort of, uh, you know, there were people that were, there were a little bit of whispers as he lost his step. And then of course, you know, he went crazy, he went crazy, just like, yeah, yeah.
2: but then going crazy might have cost him because that's when the knee issues showed up and then they had to rest him yesterday. So. I take that the youth movement. Obviously,
1: they were not able to make the playoffs because the Ravens won, but, uh, it's a good problem to have when you're debating whether or not your best wide receiver is in Brown,
3: Brown or, or somebody else, regardless. But, but, uh, James Conner proved he could be an every down fantasy star. He's going to be a, you know, top yeah. six or seven running back. Nice to see year. him get back on the He'll field. He'll be a first too. rounder. Uh,
1: the Seahawks win 27-24 in a final second field goal. Uh, for the Cardinals, they fired their head coach as well in Steve Wilkes after just one season. A bad year offensively for them. Larry Fitz goes four for thirty-six and a touchdown. David Johnson goes seventeen for sixty-two for eleven point eight points. If this is it for Larry Fitzgerald, thank you. Um, salute. Oh, absolutely, I gotta say it, man. Thank you. You're one are of awesome. the best we'll, we'll, in the league. First we'll, we'll, Hall of, we'll, of Famer. And yeah, absolutely. we'll see him in Canton in yep. five years. Yeah. And um I don't I'll, want to say anything too much because he could be back, and you right. know who knows what it means. Hope. Based off of, it could be a matter of who who the new head coach is. Could, but yeah, you were awesome, man. You've he, been a ton of fun. Yes.
3: Back much respect and i would suspect that if he wants it he will if
1: he decides to retire and if he wants it i think he is a natural for a broadcasting career it if he wants it would be phenomenal in television yeah. uh the seahawks wrap up an improbable season in some ways by getting the 5th seed in the nfc playoffs chris carson had 122 rushing yards what a stud he has become for them yeah. and we talked about how russell wilson and tyler lockett keep defying this model right i mean tyler lockett was bound to slow down he did not Two for 66 in the touchdown. This <laughs> is crazy. Two targets. Zach Whitman, who uh, does a lot of, he's uh, sort of very analytical mind, does a great job of sort of thinking about things and evaluating things in a different way. He's Seattle-based. Tweeted yesterday that Russell Wilson finished the season with a perfect passer rating when targeting Tyler Lockett. That's remarkable. 158.3. Lots of success between those yeah. two this season. They're
3: trying to figure out, you know, will they stick with Carson or does Rashad Penny come on? Is it more of a running back by committee? It'll be interesting because Penny did come on. But Carson keeps getting the job done. And certainly given the success that Seattle's had this year and the success I think they will have in the postseason, I believe they beat Dallas uh this weekend, that, uh you know, this run-heavy approach of Brian Schottenheimer's has certainly worked out well. Obviously Pete Carroll signing an extension. So the expectation, expectation I think
1: would be is that, More of the same for Seattle next year. Couple of games here to get through to finish it up. The Eagles win 24 to nothing over the Redskins. The big news, though, was Nick Foles leaving the game with a chest issue, Stefania.
2: Right. And we saw him get, uh, take a big hit last week. Ends up that he had the wind knocked out of him, comes back to finish this time. Bruised ribs. Good news is that uh, no fractures revealed so far. So the expectation is that Nick Foles will continue uh, in the playoff run, but he's going to be a little bit sore doing it.
1: It'll be him backed up by Nate Sudfeld as of right now, according to Doug Peterson just moments ago.
3: I, I was just going to say, yeah. Uh, yeah, you mm-hmm. saw the Schefter tweet.
1: Yep. Uh, okay. for the Redskins, there's nothing to say. And I'm not trying to be, you know, funny or a slight at Matthew. Like this offense was broken. Uh, Josh Johnson was overmatched with 91 passing yards yesterday. I mean, literally their leading receiver yesterday was Josh Johnson with 33 yards. Terrible. Uh, so many I mean, they injuries, went through four straight, quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Second straight year they had the most players on IR to end the season. So crazy. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's a it's a it's a it's a
3: it's a it's a franchise that's in true freefall. The uh you know I follow a lot of Redskins Twitter obviously and the images from the stadium, uh, with filled with Eagles fans filled chanting, Eagles, right. you know like a, a near empty stadium getting embarrassed at home and. Stefania, I don't know who the starting quarterback for the Redskins is next year because there's been complications with Alex Smith's recovery.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't think they know at all either. I mean, you lose one, you're, you lose your star that you brought in, and Alex Smith to a significant injury, and um, you lose Colt McCoy to essentially a broken leg late in the season, and then um, the Mark Sanchez thing didn't work out. So, right, uh, I, mean, I, I don't think you're going to know an answer to your question until it's much later.
3: I, I think there, I mean. I think there's a, there is a decent chance that the Redskins are one of the worst teams in the NFL next year.
1: Interesting take there. Before so, we get to our it's, final it's, game, to recap a 2018, a reminder, tough go year. to podcastopinions.com to weigh in on some of the things pertaining to our little tiny show right mm-hmm. here. This is our final show of 2018. Our final Twitter show of the season will be January 14th at 11 a.m. We're handing out some hardware, but we will continue to do a podcast once a week through the playoffs. It'll be recapping the games and just talking about football. It'll be me, Stefania, and Mike. It'll be on Mondays. It'll be posted as soon as we have it. The final game here, Buffalo Bills Miami take Dolphins. care of business over the Miami Dolphins 42-17. For the Dolphins, they have fired their head coach as well, and Adam Gase. Kenyon Drake has the best day for them, but this is another team that needs an overhaul in the worst way offensively. There's nobody that can get you excited I don't right think Ryan Tannehill's
2: their quarterback, do you?
1: I do no. not think he'll be their quarterback next year. I think this might be a team, though, that also goes young in the Mm -hmm. same way that the Broncos could go young and just sort of wipe the slate, start over. Right. Well, they're clearly starting over, you know, from uh, obviously they're going to have a new head coach.
3: And I think more changes are coming as well.
1: Uh, The Bills win their sixth game of the season. I'm impressed with the direction of the Bills. Josh Allen was amazing yesterday. 40.5 fantasy points, five total touchdowns going to be a really hard guy to um assess in terms of fantasy next year but like I he's could fun see the to optimistic watch view saying mm-hmm. like yeah i could see him as a top 15 quarterback
2: going into yeah. next year
1: you know, he's just a fun guy to watch that much is sure for the sure
2: highlight of the day though was kyle, kyle williams. williams
1: yeah that was
3: great <laughs> yeah, catching his pass. So yeah, yeah congratulations
2: and you know what i love like, how about bill's fans i mean we talk about them all the time but they showed up for kyle yeah. williams to, to pay him Respect. That's a yep. team that
1: has. Love it. Like, there's a lot of culture right now in Buffalo. They had yep. a bad offense this year, and we understand that this team was going to face some massive struggles. But they competed every single week. That much is for sure. I'm a big fan of the regime between Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott. Yep, I would That's agree it. with that. That's all for us. We just recap. Wow, every day, an entire week 17. Season. Stefania is like one, two, three, Cabo, which is
2: <laughs> uh, oh, Dominican actually, a but Dominican. yes, okay. yes. Um, so
3: what's amazing is, is that somehow beach, the company tamed. is paying for this. She <laughs> she invented stop some it. conference there. Right. Stop, She's going to be stop. there. Conference. So
2: yeah. I will be doing my best off season, you know, ruminating on a hammock.
0: Hashtag Groom
2: Follow <laughs> By along the ocean. On
1: it at 87 on Instagram. Oh, there
2: you go. The Thanks, Field, for the along. Instagram plug. We're Lovely We're not off for
1: good. We're just sort of, just, you know. I'll yeah, be, back. Some I'll other be back stuff, next But Monday. just like a humble, as we close 2018, a humble thank you from us to you, yes. the most dedicated uh, listeners, and this year, the most dedicated viewers. We had a yeah. great experience. Thank you to Twitter for yes. all they have done to help us become a show that you can stream every single day. We're looking forward to the 2019 season already. A lot of great New Year's resolutions on tap. First. And thanks to
2: all who came out to the live shows. Okay, I mean, that was, live it, shows. we always are appreciative of people who take their time and come out and see us.
1: Take a moment to
3: uh, to thank our producer, Daniel Dopp, right. who we like to give a hard time to, but does an amazing <laughs> job. And to uh, to Keith Lipscomb, yep. who uh, runs uh, editorial for ESPN Fantasy Football. The thirsty Kyle Sapi, who... Uh, <laughs> prepares our uh, our notes and our stats and keeps us honest in terms of all of our research uh thanks to uh Tarika for uh for uh, to, for uh for helping out um our thanks to Jonathan yeah, yeah. Luna right. and uh yeah. Sid Wong, Wong who mm-hmm. uh
2: up in the control room who helped uh, produce cameras, all the videos that you see the on the apps mm-hmm. and
3: uh and do all the clips and and uh help produce the Twitter live show
1: who am I forgetting fields uh, th- we have Pete Janesini behind there who yeah. runs podcasting, oversees us all. We've got. Did to, we say?
0: Did we say Mike Clay? I, I mean, because Mike Clay Mike. did oh, us yeah. oh, yeah. this, this year.
3: Yeah, we, thank
1: and we, thanks to Mike, Clay
0: for, to thank Mike Clay for
3: uh, for for uh, filling in and right. uh, doing a great job. Um, Thanks the for random listening. Damien over there. Got him. That's <laughs> Helps right. out. That's
1: Pillar. Right. And uh, Mike Foss and Ryan Spoon who lead right. our efforts to uh, on the digital front. So yeah, we appreciate Helped all us get here to this space. Did. So we're looking forward to a great 2019. Be safe. Be healthy. Enjoy your 2018 <laughs> New Year's Eve celebration. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace out.
0: You're <laughs> <laughs> in the 06010. Never gonna hustle.
3: Matthew Barry TMR you, you 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 guys go ahead give me grief for being on Sports Center for 45 seconds I think you could do better than me because I don't think you could
1: Chel Bay
0: Field Yates
1: you, you're you're you you're terrible at hashtag improv at 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 field yates at, at, at field yates at
2: Stefania Bell Oh don't let Barry convert you <laughs> secret squirrel Daniel died
0: Make, 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 make it happen Mediocre fan.
1: GEICO presents Left Brain versus Right Brain. I've decided it's a sensible
3: decision to switch to GEICO. Okay, I feel you. We could save
1: ourselves hundreds of dollars a year on in car insurance.
3: Oh, and then airbrush a Pegasus on the side of our
1: hatchback. No, we will not airbrush a Pegasus on the side of our hatchback. We will reinvest
0: that savings in a high-yield investment like a mutual fund.
1: Oh, a Pegasus riding a jet ski playing a bass guitar.
2: I cannot believe we share the same medulla. GEICO.
1: 15
3: minutes could save you 15% or more.